Book seven, chapters eleven to twenty one of the Confessions by Saint Augustine, translated by E. B. Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Chapter eleven, and I beheld the other things below thee, and I perceive that they neither altogether are nor altogether are not, for they are since they are from thee, but are not because they are not what thou art, for that truly is which remains unchangeably it is good then for me to hold fast unto god for if i remain not in him i cannot in myself but he remaining in himself reneweth all things and thou art the lord my god since thou standest not in need of my goodness chapter twelve and it was manifested unto me that those things be good which yet are corrupted which neither were they sovereignly good nor unless they were good could be corrupted for if sovereignly good they were incorruptible if not good at all there were nothing in them to be corrupted for corruption injures but unless it diminishes goodness it could not injure either then corruption injures not which cannot be or which is most certain all which is corrupted is deprived of good but if they be deprived of all good they shall cease to be for if they should be and can now no longer be corrupted they shall be better than before because they shall abide incorruptibly and what more monstrous than to affirm things to become better by losing all their good therefore if they shall be deprived of all good they shall no longer be so long therefore as they are they are good therefore whatsoever is is good that evil then which i sought whence it is is not any substance for were it a substance it should be good for either it should be an incorruptible substance and so a chief good or a corruptible substance which unless it were good could not be corrupted i perceived therefore and it was manifested to me that thou madest all things good nor is there any substance at all which thou madest not for that thou madest not all things equal therefore are all things because each is good and altogether very good because our god made all things very good chapter thirteen and to thee is nothing whatsoever evil yea not only to thee but also to thy creation as a whole because there is nothing without which may break in and corrupt that order which thou hast appointed it but in the parts thereof some things because unharmonizing with other some are accounted evil whereas those very things harmonize with others and are good and in themselves are good and all these things which harmonize not together do yet with the inferior part which we call earth having its own cloudy and windy sky harmonizing with it far be it then that i should say these things should not be for should i see naught but these i should indeed long for the better but still must even for these alone praise thee for that thou art to be praised do show from the earth dragons and all deeps fire hail snow ice and stormy wind which fulfil thy word mountains and all hills fruit trees and all cedars beasts and all cattle creeping things and flying fowls kings of the earth and all people princes and all judges of the earth young men and maidens old men and young praise thy name but when from heaven these praise thee praise thee our god in the heights all thy angels all thy hosts sun and moon all the stars and light the heaven of heavens and the waters that are above the heavens praise thy name i did not now long for things better 
because i conceived of all and with a sounder judgment i apprehended that the things above were better than these below but altogether better than those above by themselves chapter fourteen there is no soundness in them whom aught of thy creation displeaseth as neither in me when much thou hast made displeased me and because my soul durst not be displeased at my god it would fain not account that thine which displeased it hence it had gone into the opinion of two substances and had no rest but talked idly and returning thence it had made to itself a god through infinite measures of all space and thought it to be thee and placed it in its heart and had again become the temple of its own idol to thee abominable but after thou hast soothed my head unknown to me and closed mine eyes that they should not behold vanity i ceased somewhat of my former self and my frenzy was lulled to sleep and i awoke in thee and saw thee infinite but in another way and this sight was not derived from the flesh chapter fifteen and i looked back on other things and i saw that they owed their being to thee and were all bounded in thee but in a different way not as being in space but because thou containest all things in thine hand in thy truth and all things are true so far as they be nor is there any falsehood unless when that is thought to be which is not and i saw that all things did harmonize not with their places only but with their seasons and that thou who only art eternal didst not begin to work after innumerable spaces of times spent for that all spaces of times both which have passed and which shall pass neither go nor come but through thee working and abiding chapter sixteen and i perceived and found it nothing strange that bread which is pleasant to a healthy palate is loathsome to one distempered and to sore eyes light is offensive which to the sound is delightful and thy righteousness displeaseth the wicked much more the viper and reptiles which thou hast created good fitting in with the inferior portions of thy creation with which the very wicked also fit in and that the more by how much they be unlike thee but with the superior creatures by how much they become more like to thee and i inquired what iniquity was and found it to be no substance but the perversion of the will turned aside from thee o god the supreme towards these lower things and casting out its bowels and puffed up inwardly chapter seventeen and i wondered that i now loved thee and no phantasm for thee and yet i did not press on to enjoy my god but was borne up to thee by thy beauty and soon borne down from thee by mine own weight sinking with sorrow into these inferior things this weight was carnal custom yet dwelt there with me a remembrance of thee nor did i any way doubt that there was one to whom i might cleave but that i was not yet such as to cleave to thee for that the body which is corrupted presseth down the soul and the earthly tabernacle weigheth down the mind that museth upon many things and most certain i was that thy invisible works from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even thy eternal power and godhead for examining whence it was that i admired the beauty of bodies celestial or terrestrial and what aided me in judging soundly on things mutable and pronouncing this ought to be thus this not examining i say whence it was that i was so judged seeing i did so judge i had found the unchangeable and true eternity of truth 
above my changeable mind and thus by degrees i passed from bodies to the soul which through bodily senses perceives and thence to its inward faculty to which the bodily senses represent things external whither to reaches the faculties of beasts and thence again to the reasoning faculty to which what is received from the senses of the body is referred to be judged which finding itself also to be in me a thing variable raised itself up to its own understanding and drew away my thoughts from the power of habit withdrawing itself from these troops of contradictory phantasms so that it might find what that light was whereby it was bedewed when without all doubting it cried out that the unchangeable was to be preferred to the changeable whence also it knew that unchangeable which unless it had in some way known it had had no sure ground to prefer it to the changeable and thus with the flash of one trembling glance it arrived at that which is and then i saw thy invisible things understood by the things which are made but i could not fix my gaze thereon and my infirmity being struck back i was thrown again on my wonted habits carrying along with me only a loving memory thereof and a longing for what i had as it were perceived the odour of but was not yet able to feed on chapter eighteen then i sought a way of obtaining strength sufficient to enjoy thee and found it not until i embraced that mediator betwixt god and man the man jesus christ who is over all god blessed for evermore calling unto me and saying i am the way the truth and the life and mingling that food which i was unable to receive with our flesh for the word was made flesh that thy wisdom whereby thou createst all things might provide milk for our infant state for i did not hold to my lord jesus christ i humbled to the humble nor knew i yet whereto his infirmity would guide us for thy word the eternal truth far above the higher parts of thy creation raises up the subdued unto itself but in this lower world built for itself a lowly habitation of our clay whereby to abase from themselves such as would be subdued and bring them over to himself allaying their swelling and fomenting their love to the end they might go on no further in self-confidence but rather consent to become weak seeing before their feet the divinity weak by taking our coats of skin and wearied might cast themselves down upon it and it rising might lift them up chapter nineteen but i thought otherwise conceiving only of my lord christ as of a man of excellent wisdom whom no one could be equalled unto especially for that being wonderfully born of a virgin he seemed in conformity therewith through the divine care for us to have attained that great eminence of authority for an ensample of despising things temporal for the obtaining of immortality but what mystery there lay in the word was made flesh i could not even imagine only i had learnt out of what is delivered to us in writing of him that he did eat and drink sleep walk rejoiced in spirit was sorrowful discoursed that flesh did not cleave by itself unto thy word but with the human soul and mind all know this who know the unchangeableness of thy word which i now knew as far as i could nor did i at all doubt thereof for now to move the limbs of the body by will now not now to be moved by some affection now not now to deliver wise sayings through human signs now to keep silence belong to soul and mind subject to variation 
and should these things be falsely written of him all the rest also would risk the charge nor would there remain in those books any saving faith for mankind since then they were written truly i acknowledged a perfect man to be in christ not the body of a man only nor with the body a sensitive soul without a rational but very man whom not only as being a form of truth but for a certain great excellency of human nature and a more perfect participation of wisdom i judged to be preferred before others but Olypius imagined the catholics to believe god to be so clothed with flesh that besides god in flesh there was no soul at all in christ and did not think that a human mind was ascribable to him and because he was well persuaded that the actions recorded of him could only be performed by a vital and irrational creature he moved the more slowly towards the christian faith but understanding afterwards that this was the error of the apollinarian heretics he joyed in and was conformed to the catholic faith but somewhat later i confess did i learn how in that saying the word was made flesh the catholic truth is distinguished from the falsehood of photenius for the rejection of heretics makes the tenets of thy church and sound doctrine to stand out more clearly for there must also be heresies that the approved may be made manifest among the weak chapter twenty but having then read those books of the platonists and thence been taught to search for incorporeal truth i saw thy invisible things understood by those things which are made and though cast back i perceived what that was which through the darkness of my mind i was hindered from contemplating being assured that thou wert and wert infinite and yet not diffused in space finite or infinite and that thou truly art who art the same for ever and in no part nor motion varying and that all other things are from thee on this most sure ground alone that they are of these things i was assured yet too unsure to enjoy thee i prated as one well skilled but had i not sought thy way in christ our saviour i had proved to be not skilled but killed for now i had begun to wish to seem wise being filled with mine own punishment yet i did not mourn but rather scorn puffed up with knowledge for where was that charity building upon the foundation of humility which is christ jesus or when should these books teach me it upon these i believe thou therefore wilt that i should fall before i studied thy scriptures so that it might be imprinted on my memory how i was affected by them and that afterwards when my spirits were tamed through thy books and my wounds touched by thy healing fingers i might discern and distinguish between presumption and confession between those who saw whither they were to go yet saw not the way and the way that leadeth not to behold only but to dwell in the beatific country for had i first been informed in thy holy scriptures and had thou in the familiar use of them grown sweet unto me and had i then fallen upon those other volumes they might perhaps have withdrawn me from the solid ground of piety or had i continued in that healthful frame which i had thence imbibed i might have thought that it might have been obtained by the study of those books alone chapter twenty one most eagerly then did i seize that venerable writing of thy spirit and chiefly the apostle paul whereupon those difficulties vanished away wherein he once seemed to me to contradict himself and the text of his discourse not to agree with the testimonies of the law and the prophets and the face of that pure word appeared to me one and the same and i learned to rejoice with trembling so i began 
and whatsoever truth i had read in those other books i found here amid the praise of thy grace that whoso sees may not so glory as if he had not received not only what he sees but also that he sees for what hath he when he hath not received and that he may be not only admonished to behold thee who art ever the same but also healed to hold thee and that he who cannot see afar off may yet walk on the way whereby he may arrive and behold and hold thee for though a man be delighted with the law of god after the inner man what shall he do with that other law in his members which warreth against the law of his mind and bringeth him into captivity to the law of sin which is in his members for thou art righteous o lord but we have sinned and committed iniquity and have done wickedly and thy hand is grown heavy upon us and we are justly delivered unto that antient sinner the king of death because he persuaded our will to be like his will whereby he abode not in thy truth what shall wretched man do who shall deliver him from the body of this death but only thy grace through jesus christ our lord whom thou hast begotten co-eternal and formst in the beginning of thy ways in whom the prince of this world found nothing worthy of death yet killed he him and the handwriting which was contrary to us was blotted out this those things contain not those pages present not the image of this piety the tears of confession thy sacrifice a troubled spirit a broken and contrite heart the salvation of the people the bridal city the earnest of the holy ghost the cup of our redemption no man sings there shall not my soul be submitted unto god for of him cometh my salvation for he is my god and my salvation my guardian i shall no more be moved no one there hears him call come unto me all ye that labour they scorn to learn of him because he is meek and lowly in heart for these things hath thou hid from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes for it is one thing from the mountain's shaggy top to see the land of peace and to find no way thither and in vain to essay through ways unpassable opposed and beset by fugitives and deserters under their captain the lion and the dragon and another to keep on the way that leads thither guarded by the host of the heavenly general where they spoil not who have deserted the heavenly army for they avoid it as very torment these things did wonderfully sink into my bowels when i read that least of thy apostles and had meditated upon thy works and trembled exceedingly End of book seven.